This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. If you're a certain age, you remember playing Duck Hunt on the original Nintendo. I never played. Did you play Duck Hunt? Oh, hell yeah. I don't remember that game. Have a little dog. There's a little. See, I think I got to the, the video game thing late. Yeah. I, I just don't think I, I had much. I used to like to go to. There's a place called Playland downtown Minneapolis on Hennepin Avenue. And I used to love to go in there because it was all the, you know, pinball machines and all that kind of stuff. And then a lot the, the home stuff came along. We didn't really do it until Andy was, I think, probably about 10. So that would have been 96. Is yeah. that about when this stuff you started? You were pretty busy when all the video games were coming out. Sir. Yeah, that's true. Um, I was very into being a half centimeter from the screen with Duck Hunt mm-hmm. and shooting those ducks. And Oh, so you actually shoot at, is it, so they give you a gun to shoot at yeah, the screen? Yeah, it's like an orange oh, that's not plastic bad. gun. It was super, I felt so advanced. Did it? Oh, it felt like the most, I... I think I was more excited about that than I've ever been about Oculus. That's beyond, I was What's shocked. What's Oculus? It's uh, the 3D headset. Oh, oh yeah, okay. Yeah, you yeah. see those on, uh, on, the, on the clip shows all the time because people do weird things when they're wearing those. Yeah, do you want me to bring my headset in? You no, want to try I'm good. Oculus? No, I'm good to go. I'd yeah, be pretty fun to see Oculus, you. Oculus, I'm good. Uh, Actually, the only video game I ever really cared for, I mean, I played some other ones that were okay, but my favorite was still Tiger Woods Golf. You loved it. That was a good game. Can I talk about, okay, one time I was setting up Tom for uh, the morning show. I was working overnights, sending him a bunch of stuff. And he's like, he messaged me saying, hey, I'm missing this. And I said, okay, sounds good. And I'd always hear birds in the background. And so oh, he'd, be, yeah, there you go. he'd be in Florida. So I had this idea that he was like, there was this window that was near him and all these tropical birds were uh, you know, hanging out. And it was just like, just in my mind, majestic. And one day I finally was like, God, you're, there's so many wild birds near you. That's just such a, must be such a cool area. He goes, oh, no, that's from Tiger Woods Golf. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there you go. Like, where do you think I, he's like, I'm in like a closet, okay? There's no window. I'm trying to do a radio show. There's, uh, you're hearing the video game right now. You know, I'll be honest with you. When you're not that good a golfer, playing Tiger Woods is great because you're a phenomenal golfer <laughs> when you bet. play that game. Yeah. Yeah, you got You're into really that. good, man. You got into that one. That one was a uh, you had fun with that. They stopped making that one like 2012, I think was the last one of those. Yeah, I think when his wife hit him with a nine iron is yeah, when they pulled the it. plug on it. You ever play Golden Tee? Uh, the one in in like bars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I did. You can buy them now for like oh, four hundred bucks. Oh, they're a blast. It is fun. Yeah. That's a lot of fun playing mm-hmm. those games. No question about it. But I should try. I wonder, can you still buy Tiger Woods golf? I suppose they probably shut most of that down now, I would imagine. Yeah. I imagine you can find it for a system. Because uh, yeah, they maybe. usually, the newer systems, they usually have like retro ga- games where you can play some of the older systems games on oh. the new version. So oh, that's good. Yeah, I imagine you'd still be able to. That's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if you're a certain age, you remember playing Duck Hunt on the original Nintendo, chasing the ducks across TV screen with that gray and orange gun shaped controller. So there you go, that's what you were talking about. Yes, sir. The 25 year old guy in North Carolina named David D'Alessandro. Robbed a convenience store on two. He robbed it with a duck hunt gun. Mm-hmm. Who would fall for that? I it's don't know. orange plastic, is it? Right? I don't know. I yeah, mean, it, it's orange plastic. I'm trying to think is if the heat of the moment, if somebody ran in here with a duck hunt 
Yeah, I'd recognize it. You're not going to think that's a gun. I wonder if you cut the cord off. I wonder if it's in there, because there's a cord that attaches to the system. Well, is there a hole where the barrel should be, or is it just a little screeny thing? It's a teeny little screeny that's thing. That's what I it's, thought. It's an angled yeah. um, barrel, and then it's got like a screeny deal. doesn't look anything like a real gun, if maybe, I remember. If you weren't using it, maybe you wouldn't know better. But there's nowhere for the bullet to come out. Well, it's not like you can see the screeny thing. Oh, you can't? No. Okay, because when I, I remember the very first ones, you could see the screen. It's like a beveled little, you wouldn't be able to tell if it. But still, orange plastic, I would not want to shoot an orange plastic gun, i got to be honest with you. But they make plastic, like, BB guns and pellet guns. Yeah, pellet guns they do. Yep, that's true. You shoot me the pellet all you want. Shoot me right in the ass. What do you think of that? Shoot me right in the head. With I remember watching gun. guys do that at the old North Commons Park once. They were shooting each other in the ass with pellet guns. Oh wow, that's neat. It's like, what are you pretending you're a tough guy? Is that are you a tough guy now because somebody can shoot you in the butt cheek? <laughs> you guys <laughs> ever have Roman candle fights? What are no. that? Oh well, you aim, yeah, and it shoots out. Yeah, yeah I remember that. God, uh, I haven't heard thought about that in years. Yeah, yeah. The Roman candle shoots like ten like flaming balls, and then you right. just fire them at each other. And that was that was that was your entertainment back in 1989. Anybody get it in the face ever? Never, That's gotta hurt. Never got one in the face. Got one in the thigh one time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't care for that. Okay, this 25-year-old guy in North Carolina named David D'Alessandro robbed a convenience store on Tuesday afternoon with a plastic duck hunt gun that was painted black, so it wasn't that. Oh, so it wasn't mm. orange anymore. Okay, but couldn't you also tell if it was painted or not? I don't know. I mean, things are so heated in those moments. Yeah, that's true. You're, Good point. Yeah, you're not really breaking things down. It's unclear if David knew what the gun was. If he's 25, the game was before his time. Maybe he just found it while he was living in his parents' basement. The robbery... See, there was supposed to be a joke there, I think, that they wrote in there that none of us laughed at because it's not funny. Uh, the robbery was successful momentarily. David showed the gun and took $300. Here's what I, I've never understood. You're going to pull off an armed robbery for $300? You're going to go to jail for a few years for 300 bucks. I don't understand that at all. The clerk called the cops. They found David down the street and arrested him somewhere. A car- Why did I start reading this? Is it bad? Somewhere a cartoon dog is giggling at him. <laughs> Why do they write this? Stop writing that in there. Right? I love that little dog in that game. What's the little dog look like? Um, it's like a St. Bernard almost. Yeah, oh, with really? big ears. It's got really? hound, like, cause a hound. Yeah, like. I thought it would have been a little dog. No, it's and it's just, he, he goes, when you miss, and he's so cute. Was he really Cujo-like? No. Remember Cujo? Yeah. That, that was a sheep dog, wasn't it? Or a St. Bernard or something. No, that was a Rottweiler. Was Cujo a was Rottweiler? It? I think so, yeah. I, think oh, a, I, thought, it was a, I thought it wasn't. Oh, no, you're right. That was a St. Bernard. It was a St. Bernard, I think. Let me look, yeah. Yeah, pretty, is it a St. Bernard or a, I can't remember the other brand or whatever. No, you're right, it's St. Bernard. It is. I thought it was a, a scary St. Bernard. Ooh. I thought I that was ridiculous. I St. Bernard. I do too. That's They're not scary in the least. I fostered a St. Bernard named Pickles, who oh, was Pickles. 120 pounds and 30 pounds underweight. Holy Hannah. So you could see Pickles' rib cage and was still 120 pounds. And man, their spit is like rubber cement. If it gets stuck somewhere, yes. you have to like scrub it off because it's not coming off. I would hate that. It was rough. We have to take a break because Chris Eggert's coming up in just a couple minutes. Ladies and gentlemen, yo, I've got to say it. I'm feeling fantastic. I really am, you know. 
As you may have heard, I've been following the fat loss program at mnfatloss.com, and I've lost right now about 24 pounds. I've been following the program for about six weeks now. Like I said, losing four pounds a week. I'm very happy with that. And I can tell you it feels great to be going into summer having lost the weight in just a few weeks' time. You will absolutely be able to lose weight like I've done and still enjoy the foods you love this summer. I'm eating my favorite grilled steak and chicken along with fresh vegetables and berries. That's all stuff that I love. I drink lots of water, too. No wonder I feel great. If you want to find out the secret to losing 20 to 30 pounds, I'm right in the middle of that, to 24, 20 to 30 pounds in just eight weeks, just like I'm doing, that's about a pound of fat every day. No exercise required. To schedule your free consultation, go to mnfatloss.com. That would be mnfatloss.com. Results may vary. Be sure to tell them, uh, the team, of course, at mnfatloss.com that Tom Bernard sent you. It's the Memorial Day auction from Air Mechanical. Your chance to save up to 70% on items. Like this. You can save up to 70% on these amazing items and services. Bid now on a super high efficiency plus condensing tankless water heater from Renai. Enjoy an endless supply of hot water. Also bid on AeroSeal duct sealing. Very effective way to improve the efficiency of heating and cooling systems by reducing air leakage. Just go to TomBernardShow.com and enter keyword auction to bid now. That's TomBernardShow.com and enter keyword auction. The new Tom Bernard Morning Show is proud to have partners like Bradshaw and Bryant, MyPillow, and North American Banking Company founder, chairman, and president, Mike Bilski. I've advertised on Tom's show for years, and the reason is simple. My business is recognized because of the ads, and that recognition has created growth. What business doesn't want to grow? I highly recommend the Tom Bernard Morning Show for your advertising. Grow results for your business by partnering with the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Visit TomBernardShow.com, keyword partner. This is Bob Sansevier, and I want to tell you about Dave Bialki from Bialki Law. Dave represented my wife, Mary, when she had a significant workplace injury. She was very happy with the job Dave did. If you have a work-related injury and have Dave represent you, I'm betting you'll be happy too. Dave is a down-to-earth guy. He grew up in northern Minnesota, rides a Harley, and worked various jobs doing concrete, electrical, plumbing, roofing, and carpentry work. Dave works for people with work-related injuries. If you work construction, or anywhere for that matter, and you're hurt or even just hurting, you should talk to Dave. Let's face it, our bodies wear out. If your body is worn out from work, if your knees or back or shoulders hurt from things you do at work, do what Mary did. Call Dave and talk to him about it at Bialki Law to set up a free initial conversation. Consultation. The number to call is 763-571-2410. That's 763-571-2410. Or visit BialkiLaw.com. That's B-I-A-L-K-E Law.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. 
This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. Look at that. She put her headphones on the second we were back on the air. I'm very impressed. Professional. Very, very impressed. After I tried to shut the door in your face. She tried to slam the door in my face just now. Mm -hmm. I'm having a hell of a morning. I got here in a great mood. Now I feel horrible. Chris, explain it to me. Fix it, Chris. I'm in a great mood. Showing. Oh, now you just disappeared, too. He'll be up in a second. I'm not here now? Yeah, you're there. Yep. Okay, good. I'm not on my screen. He's not, but you know. Ah, nope, he's gone again. No, he's there. He's, I'm just kidding. I'm sorry, Tom. You know, uh, those days suck because you go in with high expectations and then I got Every all day. Rails, I just get squashed is the problem. You can turn it around. I can't, right now, you can just turn it around. I cannot believe you weren't there when I got there yesterday to the Hubbard building. I know, well, I actually ended up being there kind of late, and I thought about sticking around. Yeah. Uh, but I had... A lot of crap to do yesterday, so Give sorry. Rats ask what you had to do yesterday. Be there next time, Buster. I, uh, I will. I would love to see you. It's been a minute. It was a great time. It was a really, did really you, good time, no doubt about it. Did you eat in the cafeteria? I did not. I got there at about uh, five minutes to 12, and I went and did the show, and then I went uh, I had a bunch of stuff I had to do. But I'm telling you, man, uh, Sush has always been a great guy. We got, he was talking about a battle we got into about 35 years ago. It was phenomenal. We what are, was that all about? I can't remember. I, and he told me to go screw myself or something. I don't remember what the hell it was. <laughs> but uh, I, I tell you what, though. He, and we've mentioned this already. He, he stood up for me when people don't claim I'm this and I'm that and I'm blah, 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 right? Including your TV station, by the way, did that to me. But, you know, don't uh, worry listen, about my feeling. That was before my, uh, my time. It was last July. No. Yes, it was, too. What's his name? Kevin Doran? Doran? Doran, yeah. Kevin Doran. He starts off the story about me leaving KQ. (laughs) He goes, Tom Bernard is, to some people, very, very entertaining, but other people think he's a racist. It's like, why would you throw that in there? It's either one of those two. I mean, why would you (laughs) even say that on television? I, you know, do I go I call Kevin and go, Kevin, I'm going to go over and kick you right in the ass you ever do that to me again. Should I do that? Should I call Kevin and tell him that? Why uh, do they do those see, things? I didn't see it's, that particular introduction. I did, actually. I, I Somebody sent it to a, me. I'm not at liberty to speak about that. <laughs> <laughs> you big baby sugar tit. Hey, I've been called so many <laughs> names by the news media, I, I don't even care anymore. Most of the people you know are complete you? assholes. Let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm going to get you out of this corner I painted you in. <laughs> yeah, no, it's fine. I, listen, I, I, I can handle it. It's no, I no can, deal. But the, the amazing thing is, is the listeners find this stuff, and then they send it to me. It's like, thank you so much for that. Because I had no idea eyes, you did that. You got your eyes and ears everywhere, man. That's good. Apparently, well, I, yeah, but I don't really need to read that. You know what no, I mean? Probably not, no. God, I got to be honest with you. I'd be the worst racist ever. If I were racist, I'd be terrible. I'd be a terrible racist. I lived with a black man and a black woman in 1972. That's not very good for a racist. Don't you think I dropped the ball as a, on racism there? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I should have never done that. I should have never agreed to move in with them. Yeah, then you'd be more racist. <laughs> or maybe you're the best racist because you're covering it up by That's true. With I'm black just people. covering her all up, you, ladies and gentlemen. Do you guys remember that Dave Chappelle skit where Dave Chappelle was a blind 
black phenomenal Ku Klux Klan. Yeah. And he ran the whole Ku Klux Klan. And I love at the end when he divorces his wife because she was married to a black guy. That's, That's right. the best part. So yeah. Biggest, biggest payoff yeah. of all time. That was one of the greatest bits I've ever seen in my title. Oh my Especially God, when the two white kids are, are playing uh, playing a little rap music. Why don't you big ends turn that down? He just called us the big end. How cool is that? Yeah. Like, oh, okay. That that man is brilliant. Dave Chappelle. That and his show writers. was so oh. edgy. And I don't know that we appreciated at the I time did. how edgy it was oh. because you there's nothing that touches still nothing that touches anything like that on TV right now. It was I mean, honestly, the milkman. That remember he delivered the milk yeah. to the to the N I G G E R family. Yeah. That was their last name. Oh my god. <laughs> I'll stop by and get paid later because I know how you don't like to pay your bills on time. <laughs> so funny. God, he was brilliant. He is brilliant. Yes, yes, yes. The, uh, the other half of the Chappelle show was Neil Brennan. Yeah. yeah yep. And uh, Neil is actually going to be in town, I believe, at the Varsity Theater. He was just here not that long ago, I think last summer, but I think he's doing oh, okay. another four shows coming up, I believe, in July. So really funny very poignant oh cool yeah so check that guy out so good we should have him on the show i would love to he's a tough get oh bullshit he, yeah. Yeah, let's go yeah i'll give you my one of my pistols you can go get him <laughs> oh, God. Just, hey look what i got also, get in the car people look down with one pistol you have to give them two yeah, okay it. we'll get two I, we can get two then that'd get, be good get a duck hunt gun paint it black did you see his latest stand-up that he released about maybe it was six months ago or maybe even long have you seen it is it Chappelle or it's, no? It's Neil Brennan. Okay, I didn't know if you were t- talking about Chappelle. Phenomenal. I mean, he is so good in that stand-up special. It's amazing. Are you talking about the one where he goes to three different microphones, and he does three different versions of comedy? I think maybe. I'm not. I can't remember. It's been a while since I've been months and months since I've seen it, but I just remembered it was really yeah, good. It's very good. Yep. A hell of a talent. That whole show, I, I still they'll never beat the, the Chappelle show. No. Never, because of the combination of those two was sterling it was great but i loved it but the the milkman the black milkman showing up for the white family named the big n (laughs) (laughs) hello big n's how you doing today (laughs) i I just was watching some of that uh within the last couple months went back and watched some of it with my um my grown son i guess i would say now and like it's still funny it's as funny as it was when yeah. I saw it the first time. Yep. I, it, it's 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 crazy how good that was. It's crazy to think that he walked away from it too, just the way he did. Yeah, he did. But you're right. Those that show, the the Chappelle show. I don't think anything will ever. Well, what's his name? God, he's a friend of mine too. Jesus, big. Uh, oh God, Okerson. What the hell is his big J Okerson? Big J. Yeah, big there J. you go. Big J is one, he, and he was one of the right. Matter of fact, Big J wrote the blind white supremacist bit with Chappelle. Those two wrote that bit. And as a matter of fact, I think Big J wrote most of that bit. Hmm. Very, very good writer, but he used to... One thing I just love about that is that he, whenever he comes to town, he loves to tell me when he's appearing at Acme or wherever he's... It's usually where he goes is Acme. But he loves to call him and tell me, Hey, Tommy, they were going after you again during my show because I mentioned during the show that I know you and they're going after you. I'm like, good, glad to hear it. I'm still relevant. <laughs> no, he's a great guy, too. Big J is a great writer, really good. Yeah, he is. Uh, I saw him when he opened up for Corn 
Remember the band Corn? Mm-hmm. He opened yeah. up for mm-hmm. them, and then afterwards he was walking down the street, uh, Hennepin Avenue, by himself. And we were driving by in the car, and I yelled out, "Hey, Big J!" And he turned around. He's like. Hey, where are you guys going? What, what's, what's going on tonight? I was like, oh, I didn't think you were going to answer me. I don't want to hang out with you. <laughs> I know. Exactly. Regret. I'm, regret. I'm, reverse. I'm, I'm going home. I've seen the YouTube videos. You drink everybody under the table. Oh, I don't want to wake up with a hangover. That boy can get after yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he used to come over to the house when I lived in Golden Valley once in a while, and that was, my God, it was unbelievable. It's so funny how many times when I was on the KQ Morning Show and I'd bring the person in, they're like, what are you doing tonight? What do you, what's the hot spot? And I'm like... I don't want to hang out with yeah. you. I don't want to hang out with any like, and I don't. I'm good. I it happened all the time. Like, so tell me what's the hot oh, yeah. spots, and I'm like, mm-mm, mm-mm, yeah. nope. <laughs> I'm not. I'm such. I no thank you. Like, uh, social awkward. No thanks. Well, you were just stunning to them. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> and therefore, I still remember one of the comedians. I was wearing a choker necklace, and he's like, "Do you want to see if that thing works?" And I was like, "Oh, weird." It was. So wow. people would say the weirdest things to me, and I'd just go, neat. Well, and I'd go hide in my studio <laughs> and never come out. And I had to do that twice in the same day, because they did it to you, and then they did it to my daughter on oh, the family I'm podcast. I'm sure. It's like, would you guys shut the hell up mm-hmm. and calm down? Jesus, Palomino. Oh, I got to tell you, Mr. Eagert, yeah, that I went golfing with my family last night. I played one hole and just sat in the cart the rest of the time. Perfect. Fun though. I just can't. I don't know what the hell happened to my golf swing. It's gone. Is it? I don't know what. I took six years off. Maybe that's not helpful. <laughs> Sometimes it is though when you don't yeah, play you for a while. I know. Yeah. I got to figure out. Because you get out. in a bad habit and you like you keep doing the bad habit over and over again. So if you yep. stop, you get out of it. Okay, you guys explain to me the the three of you explain to me why this is the case. Okay. Why, when I go to the range or take a lesson, I'm hitting the ball perfectly? And I mean, uh, it's just perfect. You get in the golf course, totally different swing. It's a mind game. What the hell am I doing? So what do they say? Golf's 80% mental? Maybe I rounded down. I'm not sure, but... 98% for me. Sounds right. Mm-hmm. Honest to God, I literally played so poorly, I didn't even want to play anymore. It was horrible. You have fun in the cart, though. I love the cart. Catherine drives, though. That's the oh, one problem. Oh, I'm sorry. See, there you go. You know, wherever we go, I have not driven a car with her in about 40 years. Yeah. She will not ride in a car if I'm driving. You're actually a really great passenger because you, the other, went, a couple months ago, I brought you to an appointment. Mm-hmm. And a guy almost hit us, and we both were the irate about it. And it felt nice to have a passenger as mad as I was about it. I hate that when people drive like that. Yeah. I just hate it. Do you remember it. we almost got hit going on Highway mm-hmm. 100? And I thought mm-hmm. to myself, we would be in the news if we got hit right now, like my, because of you. My favorite of all time, back when 394 was Highway 12, so this is many, many years ago. I'm driving along, and this guy almost clipped me, right? And there were lights on Highway 12 back then. Obviously, it's 394 now, so there are no lights, but there were lights back then. We're driving along, and this guy almost clipped my car, cutting me off, right? So we stop at the light, and I'm about to get out of the car. I open the door, and the guy in the car next to me opens his door and hands me a pipe. (laughs) Oh, my God. He he was more pissed off about the guy cutting me off than I was. A communal pipe. I mean, it was this big, long pipe. He goes, here you go. (laughs) He goes, go beat the pipe. Pay it forward. It (laughs) It was actually an Indian, and it was a peace offering. (laughs) Peace pipe. You guys are idiots. Don't ever get out of your car. Don't ever get out of your car. Why not? You can't do any damage if you don't get out of the car. Don't ever get out. I don't care what happens. I don't care if I am the 100% the one who did it or got it 
done to me. I don't you'll ever get out of your car. What Why? are you doing? Who's going to shoot you? What the hell's the difference? Right? Who cares? Who cares? Whatever. Don't roll your window down either because no. you're vulnerable if you roll the window down. I might have been punched in the face once. <gasps> Somebody punched you while you were driving? Who did it, Chris? Oh, what? this was back in the day when we were lads and we were We were lads. The, I love We that. were cruising the loop or whatever the hell it is you do. And then um, this guy, like, we're shooting stupid super soakers at us. It was probably filled with piss for all I know. <laughs> it, they hit us and we pulled up to the light and I'm just like, beep, 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 yelling at him. Guy stopped at the light, gets out, comes back, walks over to my car door. And I like so stupid, just instinctually like roll the window down. Guy reaches in, <clears throat> jacks me, gets up. Really? <laughs> Jesus. Oh, that sounds <laughs> terrible. Never saw him again. <laughs> Honest to God. I wonder what his version of the story, like, and then I punched a guy in a car. Like, that's wild. And then in college, one of my best friends, um, <laughs> these guys were chasing us. I don't know what the hell happened, but, like, two, like, super towny fellas, like, the, you know, mid mid to late 20s or early 30s, and we were college kids, and they looked like they were out looking for a fight or something. Oh, they God. chased us back through these, like, side streets. We are going, like, 80 on these, like, side streets. It was crazy. Um, my buddy ended up – we finally got stopped, and, like, we couldn't get away from him. Guy, My friend gets out, of the, gets out of the car. He's like, all right, well, let's go face the music or whatever. Right. My buddy walks over to him. Guy just gets out. Oh, really? Freaking decks him, and like they were, these guys would have, would have beat us. Um, so uh, he's just the guy yelled at us, "Shut the f up!" And, and we're like, okay. "Yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir." <laughs> what started the problem? I, I we like pulled up to a light or something, and they were like guys who were out looking for. A fight. Oh, so they were like, looking for it. Okay. Oh, for yeah. sure. Okay, for sure. Were they but, drinking? Oh, I have to assume so. Did you pull a gun on them? That helps. I, d I didn't have one at the time, oh, but I, if I, I wish I'd have had some kind of a, a no. something. No, you don't. No, you don't. This is I, all dumb men stuff. You do not wish that what not? exactly was supposed to happen happened. Nobody died that night. We're not talking to you from some penitentiary. Everything was perfect. It's fine. You probably yeah, needed to get your ass like kicked. Yeah, probably like 25 years ago. You're yeah, you're fine. right, Brittany. You're right. You're fine. You're right. Come on, why can't you even open fire on one person? I uh, know. I say Come on. I mean, he hard was, pass. The guy was being a Richard. He did deserve to have some kind of <laughs> he bodily was being a Richard. He got his trust me, he has to live with himself. There if you think that was his only altercation, he's got he's got it all. Karma is good at that. Yeah, he I think he's like the you remember the O'Doyle family from <laughs> Yeah, O'Doyles. O'Doyle. Yeah, like this guy was like one of the brothers in the O'Doyle family. Yep. Like that was how he rolled. <laughs> yep. I should close by telling you, by the way, the guy that was going to hand me the pipe, mm -hmm. I said, no, no, I don't need to do that. And he goes, what, what? I said, I don't need to go hitting somebody. He goes, I don't want you to hit him. Just go and smash out his windshield. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. I did not take the pipe. We That'll just, learn him. We moved on. He wanted me to smash the piss out of the guy's windshield. <laughs> Well, the guy was being a raging prick for no reason. Yeah, but you, do, you just just keep driving. Just keep driving. I guess. Yeah, it's the, the prudent thing to do. Just keep driving. You're just right. Just keep driving. So, Chris, whatever. are there any news things we should talk about? Yeah, we were actually talking uh, traffic thing this morning. Uh, very unfortunate. There was a wrong way crash on 694 oh, this morning in Oakdale God. at like 
2.30 in the morning, uh, two people got killed, and there was a little kid in At 2.30 in the morning? Yeah, oh, and the kid's at uh, Gillette and, like, you know, um, not good shape. <sighs> uh, that You guys have probably experienced this coming to work at ridiculous hours mm-hmm. in the morning. I've seen wrong way drivers yeah. on the freeway oh. 10 times probably, and it's, yeah, Chris. bad, bad, bad. Hey, Chris. Chris, yeah, that was Brittany. Oh, God, no, it was not Brittany. <laughs> Brittany on back, the in road Brittany's, back in Brittany's boozing days. <laughs> it was, I, at that point, I was sleeping at the station because I was at, drunk at some station event. That's true, by the way. Sleeping in yeah. a closet. That is or true. Or sleeping in the station vehicle that somebody else drove. <laughs> Classy. That all works out in the end. Well, I'm very sorry to hear this. So a little, a little how, how old did you say? A two-year-old? Something like that? I'm not sure. It, it just, just oh, described man. as a child. And that's, yeah, it's, I, I'm, I'm actually surprised it doesn't happen more. When you, when you look at those, a lot of those exits and the entrances and it, it I could see it being, people being confused if they weren't impaired. Yeah. yeah and I, I don't know. I don't know what happened. I'm not trying to imp- implicate anybody that they were impaired i just know a lot of times that's how these things end up but i mean you see older folks sometimes going the wrong way down these things and it, it's they're confusing and yeah. let alone anything else factored in there so there's also a train derailment up north i know um you uh seem seem to be interested in whenever we talk about those things because it's you know something that's been happening and well, it's been in the news a lot. I don't know that it, it has yeah. established. It's not happening more. It's just that people are more, you know, in tune with it. But that was pretty close to the Canadian border up north. They're saying um, that hazardous materials did not spill, but I don't really think anybody quite knows yet because it's oh, all the way up north. Yeah. So, doesn't it happen like three times a week? A train crashes somewhere. I don't remember. We looked like, it up last that? time we talked about it. I can't remember, but it definitely <laughs> happens. And I know, like, uh, Five Eyewitness News did a whole big investigation. We went back and looked at that crash in Raymond mm-hmm. um, that happened earlier this year. And we went back and looked and, like, did some record searching and yada, 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 and, like, found out that there had been concerns raised about that stretch of track, like, many, 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 many times. Mm-hmm. So that, you know, that seems like it's something that, happens more and more too that you know people raise red flags about it but nothing right. gets done about it until after the fact unfortunately but that's really unfortunate that that stuff happens there's no re- mm-hmm. there's no reason on earth for that stuff to be happening you know what i mean yeah. well there's enough money of, uh, apparently around for you know everything everyone gets some money maybe we could you know fix up the railroad tracks too well plus fact aren't most of the railroad tracks owned by Warren Buffett or Bill Gates they own a lot think, of rail rail rails i know that i think we did figure out that a lot of it's private owned yeah it is a lot of it is private owned so yeah. why don't they maintain it that'd yeah, be nice yeah get on that that'd be good these billionaires are amazing the only thing good about life is i can make more than just 1 billion Really, you need that much money. You really need. So, is this all a is this all a penis thing that I have to be the richest man on earth to show yes, what a man I am? Absolutely, I, it's what I absolutely. thought. Absolutely, yeah, it makes total yep. sense. It's like Jesus, how much money do you need for Christ's sake? Calm down. I mean, I don't know. I'm not a billionaire, but I, it's definitely a penis thing, right? Like, it is. I'm gonna build a rocket. Look how big my rocket is. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, there you have it. It's not even it's not even hidden subliminally. That's no. just like. <laughs> so are you not on? You're not on the air today. On no, TV? I'm, I'm off the next two days because I'm uh, readying my home for a graduation party. <gasps> How exciting. Mm-hmm. So you're taking two yeah. days off for a graduation party and therefore you dress like a prisoner? Why are you wearing yes. that outfit? You look- yeah, I actually dressed up for this. I was. I- <laughs> <laughs> well, I got to tell you something. Souchere, when I appeared on the show yesterday, yeah. I sit down in the studio. He looks up at me and goes, take off your hat. I went, you got it. <laughs> really? Yep. Really? He does not like it when people wear hats in the studio. Chris is finally feeling less left out. He got to wear a hat today. He always has hat envy of you guys. <laughs> That's I true, know. Yeah. Seriously. It's like the greatest day. I'm so excited to be able to wear a hat. I'll wear a hat tomorrow, so all four of us are. Isn't it kind of I will sad? also have a hat on tomorrow. I'm very, very sad the fact that I. Uh, it's just too much to ask of me to comb my hair in the morning. Just It's way over the top. Uh, dude, if you guys didn't have to comb, I would never, ever, ever comb my hair. It would never happen. <laughs> Just wear a hat everywhere you go. How long does it oh, take I, boys to comb their hair? Eight and a half well, seconds. I, I gotta get That's ready a good for look, TV right there. You got long hair, yeah. Stupid. What's that character that has hair like that? There's a character, a cartoon character Kinda that looks has like, hair, like a little troll, like, yeah, you know, like very troll like, <laughs> very troll like. You got good hair, man. I, I was. For your age, I have, that's impressive. I have hair for a man my age. Yeah. That's apparently quite a thing. Yeah. The next time I play bingo, can you come sit on the edge of the table, Chris, for good luck? <laughs> yes. good. Like a troll. We'll get you a little belly ring that we can rub. That's a hell of a hairstyle you got cooking there, man. That's a good look. That's hat head. That's hat head, man. It is indeed. All right. So basically, we I think we covered. Well, I, that's still too depressing to me, that, that, that whole kid 2 30 in the morning yeah, for christ's sake what are you uh, doing twins one right you had to talk about that now That's i want to talk to you about that i'm glad you brought that up because you get your ass kicked by terrible teams and then and one of the best teams of baseball and you beat houston two out of three in houston what is going on with that team they're driving me nuts well, at least you know they got it in them. But, right, yeah, right. That's, that's even that much more frustrating. I know teams a lot of times let down when you're playing lesser opponents. It's hard to it's hard sometimes to – a lot of times you yeah, match their yeah. level. Like, it, it seems to always happen that way. Um, but that's where you got to have a really good team to forge through that and, like, don't play at their level. you got to be, you know, be playing at the level where you can beat the right. Astros. But. I don't know. It was a lot. I, I didn't get the chance to watch the, the game last night because I was out till about 9 o'clock and the game was over by the time I got home. Or just about over. It wasn't quite over yet. I think they were up eight to nothing the last, uh, and it was in the seventh inning. I think when I went to bed, something like that. But yeah, it's nice to see them go and take. Because again, Houston is not a bad baseball team. They're damn good, actually. So it's nice to see them take two out of three from a good team. Got beat those cheaters. Cheaters. Yeah, they did cheat in the World Series, didn't they? A lot of people will like hate the Astros for till the end of time because of that. <laughs> it's true. Did they I'll, actually I'll join cheat? That you think? Club. I you think did they cheat? I guess that's what I was told anyway. Rudy, did you? Uh, you look like you're. Yeah, because there was something I saw the other day that made me laugh because it said something like, you know, the the three the three biggest languages in America, and one said like English, and the next said American Sign Language, and the next was a trash can, and it just said Houston Astros. There you go. And I, I laughed because I was like, if you know baseball, that is very funny because I, when you go back and listen to those tapes, 
it's very dammy. Did you listen to any of that, uh, Tom? Did you hear it? like when they were Glads were at bat and they were banging on those trash cans? Oh yeah, yeah. You could hear that in the upper deck. I know. It's and it, I guess Jesus. we never put two and two together for the for a season and a half. Hmm. I don't get it. I don't understand any of it. I just uh, I'm just happy that my team won two out of three from a good team. And now they're going to let me down by getting beat by the worst team in baseball. Probably. <laughs> That's how it works. That's how it works, man. Let's piss Tom off. What do you say? Now, Rocco Baldelli did sign a two- or three-year extension, from what I understand. But somebody told me it was worth millions of dollars. That can't be true, is it? Does anybody know how much the contract was for? Uh, you know, I didn't look that up. We were talking about it yesterday, and I, I didn't look that up. Because yeah, someone told me it was like $10 million a year. Like, what? Why would you pay? And I, I don't know Rocco Baldelli. Maybe he's, I don't know. I'm not all that impressed with him, to be honest with you. I don't think he's horrible, but I don't think he's great either. But I certainly is. That can't be right, can it? $10 million a year for Rocco Baldelli? I don't see that. That seems pretty steep for a manager, but I, I don't. Although some of the players are now making $50 million a year. So, Jesus, Palomino. God, they're making a lot of money in sports now. You gotta wonder how long that the the baseball money can be as high as it is, given it seems to be sort of struggling in popularity and um, the fact that those baseball salaries is, are yeah. still where they are is pretty remarkable. Because at some point, if if TV viewership's down and you know revenues are down for the teams, they're obviously not going to be able to you know be able to afford to pay that much money. I'm not kidding you. When I was a kid, I mean, this is long before you guys even came along, but when I was 9, 10, 11 years old, I remember Bob Allison in particular, who was a great baseball player with the Twins. Bob Allison, great outfielder, great hitter, the whole deal. He would play the uh, Twins season, and then he'd start selling cars at the car lot uh, close to downtown. I don't know if it was Hansard or who it was. But they made so little money back then that they had to have a job in the winter to cover their expenses. <laughs> a little different nowadays, don't you think? Yeah, I, I believe that though. You know, early pro football players didn't make didn't make much money no, either. No, uh, they didn't. Anchorman friend of mine from out in Seattle played for the um, the Seahawks, and after he got done playing, he went into television. And he was a news anchor at our TV station. And we would always talk to him about, you know, back in the day and whatever. And he was like, the money was garbage. Like, he, mm -hmm. he didn't make hardly anything. And they didn't have the, you know, the, the bargaining tools and mechanisms that they have today to be able to collectively get more money and, and you know, health insurance and all that kind of crap. It was, you know, it was a cool job, but it, it definitely wasn't all that lucrative back then. No, it's pretty amazing. And then you would think that Babe Ruth was making a hundred grand a year many years before that. I mean, he was yeah, the first one to make a hundred thousand dollars a year, which back then was a lot of money, man. Back in what the thirties, I guess it would have been something like that. Lots of smoke and lots of drink you can buy with that. What do you mean, Babe Ruth didn't smoke or drink? What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Blasphemy. Did he died young? Didn't he? Didn't Babe Ruth die kind of young? I think. I'm not sure. And, I mean, it and wouldn't be surprising. What? 53, yeah. He was only 53? Uh, yeah, that's big. Wow. Glug, glug, glug is all I got to say to you. Glug, glug, glug. <clears throat> my favorite, and Rudy, I think you'll, and you probably know this story already as a golfer, but my favorite story about him, there's a golf course on uh, Bermuda, the island of Bermuda. 
and I can't remember what the name of the golf course is, and it doesn't matter, but there is a par four that would start off and then curve way off around the water, around the ocean, to the green. And Babe Ruth said, well, I'm not going to lay up. I'm going to go ahead and just knock it on the green. And it was like 320 yards, something like that. I lost Chris. There you are. Oh, you disappeared. Yeah, I'm here, sorry. <clears throat> but in any case, uh, the, as the story goes, he would not stop and ended up putting, I believe, 21 golf balls in the ocean. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to drive the green. And eventually, I guess he did do it. Took 23 shots to do it, but, or 24 shots, yeah. but he eventually got it done. Wow. <laughs> Gee, how could, with decision-making like that, how do you only live to be 53? <laughs> yeah, right, right. I loved, I love watching that boy play, though, man, the, the film of him playing. Great pitcher, too. Many people do not know that Babe Ruth was a great pitcher. Did you know that? Mm -mm. Yeah. He pitched some games really, really good. Just a hell of an athlete. And I understand he was a hell of a nice guy, too, but some people say he wasn't, so I don't know where to take that one. You know? Let's let's believe he was a nice guy. I'm yeah. sure he was. There was probably if he was as big of a drinker as it sounds like. I'm sure mm -hmm. there was a sweet spot where he was like the greatest guy in the world every day, and then things probably went south at some point during the day because that generally yeah. seems to happen with. Well, I suppose if you, I I do, do believe the first several years of his life he lived in an orphanage. Did he not? Didn't they take him out of an orphanage at some point? So he kind of carried that with him for the rest of his life. He, I tell you, the Babe Ruth story is a fascinating story. I haven't read it for years and years and years now. That's why I can't remember it too distinctly. But hit, I'm going to read that again, the Babe Ruth story, because it's really, really interesting. The, the struggle he went through as a little boy and being abandoned and turned it around. But unfortunately, a lot of those guys, when they you know, treated like crap when they were kids and they turn it around, they never live a long time. Nope. It just doesn't happen. It's too bad that movie with uh, him and John Goodman when he Goodman. plays uh, Babe Ruth. Is, is, it good? is, it, is it any good? It's awful. Is it awful? It's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. sucks. Because I like him usually. Yeah, usually. Yeah. John so, yeah, Goodman. it's pretty bad. Uh, yeah, I, it, it is too bad. Oh, my God. You got to get back to work. Oh, no, you don't have to get back to work. What am I talking about? You're sitting around in your black T-shirt and black hat. Yeah, I, uh, I kind of do have to get back to work. <laughs> okay, never mind. All right, thanks a lot, Pally. I, I, I'd love to stay, but there's a pretty good chance this graduation thing could end with a divorce and a graduation. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. Well, good luck to you. That's all I have to say. <laughs> Thank you. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Thanks, Chris. Bye, Chris. Chris. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll take a break. Be right back in a couple of minutes. Tom Bernard here. Consider me your doctor of throttle therapy. On and off the water. Cruise the water in luxury on a brand new Bennington pontoon from Power Lodge. Enjoy more sunsets on the water, entertain the kids, and just float all summer long. It all starts at the Lodge. The Twin Cities' newest Bennington dealer, the Power Lodge, with locations in Brainerd, Onamia, Ramsey, Miller Marina, St. Cloud. And by the way, thank you so much, Brittany, because everywhere I go, particularly women, are saying, did you buy Brittany's pontoon yet? <laughs> so thank you so much for that. I nope. really appreciate it. Hey, it's the least I can do. Hundreds of pontoons, fishing boats are in stock all across Power Lodge locations. Your summer fun begins at the Power Lodge. I used to live on a lake in Golden Valley. I can tell you it's a great life. Even if you don't live on the water, though, it can be just as fun when you take your boat and trailer to experience the fun of an afternoon on any one of our 10,000-plus Minnesota lakes. Enjoy the best days of summer with friends in a brand-new Bennington pontoon from Power Lodge. Miller Marine in St. Cloud. 
is the largest Bennington dealer on the planet. My friends at the family-owned and operated Power Lodge brought Miller into their family. So there's a throttle therapy prescription from your buddy Tommy B. Just go to PowerLodge.com and MillerMarine.com and get on the water. The new Tom Bernard Morning Show is proud to have partners like North American Banking Company, Bradshaw and Bryant, MyPillow, and attorney and advertiser Dave Bialke. I've been advertising on Tom Bernard's shows for years. I like Tom, not just because he's a good guy, but because the ads I run on his show bring me new clients that are hurt at work and need legal help. Tommy B works for me. Grow results for your business by partnering with the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Visit TomBernardShow.com, keyword partner. You know, I've got to say, I'm feeling fantastic. As you may have heard, I've been following the fat loss program at mnfatloss.com, and I've lost right about 23 pounds so far. I've been following the program for about four weeks now, a little over that somewhere in there. And I can tell you, it feels great to be going into summer having lost the weight in just a few weeks time. You will absolutely be able to lose weight like I've done and still enjoy the foods you love this summer. That's a huge part of it. Yeah, to be able to enjoy your summer is huge. I'm eating my favorite grilled steak and chicken, along with fresh vegetables and berries, drinking lots of water. No wonder I feel great. If you want to find out the secret to losing 20 to 30 pounds in just eight weeks, just like I'm doing, that's about a pound of fat every day, by the way, no exercise required, to schedule your free consultation, go to mnfatloss.com. That's mnfatloss.com. Results may vary. Be sure to tell the team at mnfatloss.com that Tom Bernard sent you. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen, and I do love the fact that we count on Brittany to do all the mechanical engineering. Oh, I think it's brilliant. multi-talent. By, by uh, all the mechanical <laughs> stuff, I just have to turn on a camera. Rudy does everything else, but... <laughs> yeah. Putting in the hard work here. Well, you got to get Gelfan straightened away by the time he gets here. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That Gelfan? That was my hard work. That was my attempt to oh, sound I thought like it was your impression of Gelfan right Oh, there. yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that in any case, yeah, but he should be in the next five, ten minutes somewhere in there. Love it. Anything else interesting? You know, I haven't even looked at the headlines in the news today. I'm going to go there right now and see if there's anything like the Star Tribune that I should know about. We already heard about the slug fest at the St. Louis Park McDonald's. Uh, And again, I'm going to run for mayor of some town. I don't know which one it's going to be. But if you start a fight in a McDonald's, you're going to get your ass handed to you. What do you think of that? I love that. You know how many people came up to me yesterday to tell me that Jesse Ventura was in the newspaper? And I said, I'm currently trying to manifest him on this show. Um, what did you reach out to him? I I don't have. I'm working. You gotten on back it. to you yet? Nobody's gotten back. I, I, I didn't think so. We're working on it. Jesse's very touchy about that kind of stuff. I ain't working with the guy because he was mean to me once. He made fun of me. It's like settle down, you big baby. Yeah, it's a right? pretty good Ventura. I know he's good at it. I, I didn't think he had that in you, but that's yeah. a great one. Oh, he's yeah. there doing. All, I man, I should. That's what I should do. Are there any impressionists anymore? Are they even around anymore? So my buddy John Kite, who I go on the road with, is a guy who, when famous people like uh, Jeff Bridges or Tom Hanks aren't available to do ADR work to just add in a line to a movie, yeah, they bring John in to oh, record sure. as Tom <clears throat> yep. Hanks or Jeff Bridges or Seth yep. Rogen or whoever. Yeah. That makes sense. But as far as, like, back in the day on Johnny Carson, they would bring these. Imp- I was trying to think of the famous impressionists. I can't really remember their names anymore. But they would come. They were very, very good at it. And I was always fascinated by that. Um, 
And I can do voices that kind of have a little bit, a little element of my real voice. What are you doing? Get away from me. I'm listening. I'm listening. You, ca- you were breathing on me. You're pretty good. The ones that you do, you do well. Yeah, I don't, uh, you know, I should, you, could, you do have to work on that stuff. You got sure. a good Harry Carey. You got a good Sid Hartman. You got a good Ventura. Um, and I still love Rodney Dangerfield. Rodney Dangerfield. That's I a told good that, one. I just told that story on uh, Sushi, Sushi Show yesterday about the great, the Jeff Cesario line, which is still my favorite I think I told I told you that didn't I? This is yeah, all like, yeah, yeah. I love that. Uh, it's magnificent. Stick to the tumbling. Stick to the tumbling. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you wearing a White Castle T-shirt? Um, oh, oh, hang on. Oh, I, sorry, he was gonna be on the wrong. Hang on one second. Oh, you're Mike. on there the wrong go. microphone. There you go. That's okay. Oh. Nope. Why I do I have to sit next to him? I told you I don't want to sit by Gal fan. <laughs> That's right. We got him now. You either one, Mike, is fine now. Yep. He doesn't have any headphones on. What are you doing? This is just a little too intimate for me. Well, then go sit over there. We'll we'll turn that microphone (laughs) on. I'm just kidding. No, you're not. I I am. I've known you long enough to know you're not kidding. This is fine. You're a disaster. Let me just point that out. Hey, Mike, how you doing? (laughs) I'm here. (laughs) I'm alive. Well, that's a good thing you're alive. So what's new? Anything good? Well, yeah. I mean, it's a beautiful day. The twins are still above 500. Explain something to me. We were just talking about that with Chris Eggert. How do you lose to horrible teams and then you beat Houston, which is a pretty damn good team, mm. two out of three? How does that happen? It's, it's mostly a flip of the coin when you're a 500 team. Well, I suppose You know, you can beat anyone sense. and you can lose to anyone. Right. I suppose that does make sense. But th- I did not expect them to win two out of three from No, I, I didn't either. But the pitching was the, was the thing. Yeah. And their pitching was just better than Houston's. Yep. Well, they, so in other words, you're telling me they didn't get to the bullpen much? Well, you know, the, the, when they did, it worked out okay. It did. So um, they got some arms, and uh, I think they're going to be a solid 500 team all year. Probably going to make the playoffs. If they're 500, of course. Yeah, if they're 500, they'll make the playoffs. In this division, yeah. God, that division's terrible. They're like the, the Twins are like the, the hitless wonders. Yeah. No, you're absolutely no, you're right about that, and no question about it. It's But, you know, as long as – Charity is still alive and well in Minnesota. And if you don't believe it, just look at Max Kepler. God, what happened to him? How can he possibly be in the major leagues? I know. What happened? I don't get it. Well, he had, he had like, two good years. Like, his, his first full year or maybe second year yeah. was pretty good. Yep. And then he had the juiced ball year. Yeah, and that's right. And every other year that's was right. a disaster. Yeah, I don't know. He's hurt right now, isn't he? Or is he back? He's always hurt in some way. I I don't think he was in great shape to begin the season, you know. I mean, if you had had hit, like, you know, 212 or whatever he hit last year, which was just normal for him, slugging percentage of, like, 375 or something, Mm -hmm. wouldn't you, and you're 30 years old, which is, you know, you're you're not quite at your peak anymore. Uh, unless you're really good, right? Uh, you know, wouldn't you wouldn't you devote the off season to getting better? You would think, but no. He like you know, did he consult his uh, dietary expert? Did he work out with his workout expert? No, no. He just went to Europe and you know just saw the sights. Well, I mean, I get a call from Brittany like two, three times a week saying, "Tom, I'm at home right now working on my delivery," and I would. <laughs> That's what you, My mic technique. Your mic technique. Always working, working on at it that. at the house. Ah. Yeah, so you got to do this. Well, you know, I'm this far away, well, like I'm supposed to be. Yep, you know well. me, always perfecting the craft. <laughs> oh, yeah. I spend, and that's why I spend probably at least 50 hours a week talking to myself. Mm-hmm. 
Because no one else is around? Is that what you're saying? Well, <laughs> because I'm a good listener. Yeah, you, you, to yourself. Yeah, you do not a great to others, job. but to myself. No, I understand that completely. There's no question about it, ladies and gentlemen. Um, so what, what else? What else? So you got the twins that they did win two out of three from Houston. I'm very, very impressed. Mm-hmm. What other good things are happening in life? Well, we did get a little rain yesterday. Did we really? Was it yesterday or the day before? It might have been the day before because... Well, I think you're right. Rudy, I think, was talking about that already this morning. It's supposed to rain all day today, and I don't think... Or yesterday, excuse me, but it didn't rain at all, I don't think. Yeah, I, No, I don't think so. It's, it's like 50... It's another 50-50 thing. We live in a 50-50 state. We really do, don't we? Yeah, and they, and could be worse. Uh, some days I don't know if it could be <laughs> I worse. i got to be honest with you. Some days <laughs> I just... Uh, it. it People do get whipped up, and I suppose that's everywhere. They just get all whipped up about this, that, and the other thing. And it's like, oh, God, settle down for Christ's sake. Yeah. Uh, so in any case, what else in your life? Anything good? Uh, well, you know, I, I uh, celebrated my birthday. Uh, you had your birthday last week. And I went that's to the true. Dairy Queen. And uh, I love the Hopkins Dairy Queen. Where's that now? The Hopkins Dairy Queen. That's on. That's on the. Uh, it's on the not exactly on the on the rise part of Main Street. Oh, it's, it is it's really. In, it's in the like the real people uh, line of. Is it of, down toward one sixty nine? So it's way down toward. It's it's on the western edge of, of Main Street in Hopkins. Oh, okay. So, so like it's okay. about it's about maybe Seventeenth Street. Is that kind of. Kind of a few blocks away from where the movie theater used to be. Yeah, the, mm-hmm. yeah, there. I, that's what I thought. Yeah, okay, it's, so it's, I know what you're talking. It's about. down a little bit to the west, <clears throat> and so, there's a short film available. Yes, that's right. <laughs> that's right. My my buddy Jeff Strait, uh, who's who's a great camera guy, producer, director, writer. He does it all. He's. I said to him, uh, "Well, uh, let's let's go to Dairy Queen and we'll celebrate my birthday with a with a like a medium cup of vanilla Dairy Queen." Sure. Because right? I'm I'm really. Off off the mic, I'm I'm a kind of a vanilla kind of guy. You're a vanilla, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah I've always known you to be that the last forty years. Yeah, so we went out there, and uh, it's it's one of the, it's it's basically a, a it's the typical Dairy Queen that is still standing, because mm-hmm. you know like the 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 uh, the chill and grill ones. Mostly they were just sold for the land because they because oh, were they, they really because Warren Buffett and he his bought bu- them all yeah well he he did and then he figured out he he talked about how much he loved Dairy Queen oh you know I I'm buying Dairy Queen because I want to preserve this great American institution well you know what that means sold them as fast as he could yeah absolutely so he what 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 he discovered was he didn't like Dairy Queen as much <laughs> as he liked selling them for the land yes I do understand remember who he bought it from. We bought Dairy Queen from who? I'm almost certain this is true, but he bought it from Rudy Luther. Are you kidding me? I'm almost. I'm, we could look that up. Well, somebody look that up. Did, when when did Rudy Luther own Dairy Queen? I'm almost well, certain that's true. Well, because it was always the the head the headquarters was always in in Minnesota. Yeah, I think it was in Edina, wasn't it? Absolutely, right there along along one Highway 100. So now I guess the headquarters is probably in Omaha. Yeah, because that's where Warren Buffett is. That's yeah. true. And does his wife still live upstairs and his girlfriend live downstairs? <laughs> is that right? That's a true story. Oh, that's... yeah. 
He, his wife lives on one floor of his house, and his mm-hmm. girlfriend lives on the other floor of the house. That's, That's what I call double jeopardy. Yeah, I would say so. Not, you know what? Some days that doesn't seem like a bad situation for anybody involved. Um, mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I'll tell your husband that. Though. He'll That's be what I'm happy saying. to hear that. That would be great. If he just had a girlfriend, like he, she can get the annoying parts. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> would it be great, though, if you did that, if you, your wife lived on one floor, your girlfriend lived on another floor, and you came home from work one day and go... God damn it, I hate to tell you this, honey, but we have to add a third floor. <laughs> That'd be fabulous. We're going to have to do a walkout in the basement. Yeah, we're going to have to do a walkout in the basement. Exactly. And, you know, that's a reminder to me that there are some married people who actually live in the same house. Yeah, that's yeah, true. I don't know. Terrible. That wouldn't work for me. I know somebody that's been married for 50 damn years, and they've never lived together. Never? Isn't, never lived together. Wow. Because I think, you know, I, I'm at the point where I live together. <laughs> I lived with my wife for probably half the years we were married. There's only half, really? About half, yeah. I didn't know it was only half. I thought it was a little more than that. But uh, it's about half, yeah. It all works out. Yeah. I was at the I was at the St. Louis Park uh, Lunds Byerly's, and she wasn't in there yesterday. She's always in there when I go in there. Really? I was in there yesterday. What time did you go in? I just must have missed you. Oh, gosh. I think it was like about um, 2 o'clock. Yeah, I was, nope, I was busy. Yeah. I was running around like a madman. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app. And anytime, on demand, wherever you get your podcasts.